Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of December 31st, 2023. I host monthly new moon workshops, and the new moon is a time where the sun and the moon come together. The sun is our conscious mind, the moon our subconscious mind, and they whisper secrets to each other about what they want us to grow in our lives. And when we work with these cycles intentionally, it really helps us to connect with our subconscious voice, to understand the timing of life's events and what is coming up to our conscious mind and how we're making decisions. Working with the moon phases can help us stay present and give us the opportunity to have a ritual that helps us practice self-care and bring the merging of the sacred and the mundane into a life practice. At these workshops, you'll learn astrology and learn about the specific moon cycle that we're discussing and what it means for you. And I do as many hot take natal chart readings as I can during the workshops. Now you can drop in on a monthly basis for $35, get a pack of four for $98 or all 13 for the year for $260. That's a savings of $20 or rather you get each workshop for $20 each, which is a savings of $15 per or $195 for the whole year. I've decided to host them on Sundays specifically at noon Pacific time. You can go to the link in the show notes and sign up now for the next one, which is January 7th, buy a pack of four or get all 13. I hope to see you there. I love connecting with my community in person and getting to know you better on an individual level. But first, some astrology in action. I was interested to see what would happen when Mercury, the planet of communication, commerce, and transportation, retrograded back into the sign of Sagittarius. It moved from Capricorn, the sign of governments and big business, back into Sagittarius, the sign of religion, long-distance travel, belief systems. And one of the stories that showed up was a six-year-old boy was put on the wrong plane and sent to his wrong destination. So that was so in line with the transit. Thankfully, the, the young man is okay, but very scary for his family, but so on point for Mercury retrograde and the sign of Sagittarius. Also on the day of the full moon in Cancer, Cancer rules home family foundations. And we can think about home or being protective of one's own country. And I was the the transit at the same time was Mercury retrograded back to connect with Mars in Sagittarius. So a Mercury-Mars conjunction at the full moon and Mars rules war and things like that and Mercury announcements and Bibi Netanyahu 
again threatened to strike Beirut with missiles if Hezbollah, which which has their base in Lebanon, kept firing rockets inside Israel. So Sagittarius is a double-bodied sign, a threat to extend the war to other countries makes sense with the transit. Let's hope that does not happen. Oh, it's just so tragic, all of the devastation with all of the wars going on around the world and the horrific and unbearable crisis, humanitarian crisis going on in Gaza specifically. Also, we had a good illustration of things seated in the new moon coming to light in the full moon. So at the new moon in Sagittarius, Navalny, which is one of Vladimir Putin's primary opponents who's been in jail for many years, went missing from the prison he was supposed to be at at the new moon when Mercury went retrograde. And as we came to the full moon and Mercury moved from Capricorn back into Sagittarius, he was located in a prison up near the Arctic Circle. So the mystery seated at the dark of the moon was revealed before the full moon when all is illuminated. The theme of this week is one bad apple and there are three big things I'd like you to think about as you navigate this week. The first is that Mercury will station direct at 22 degrees of Sagittarius. So if you have any planets at 22 degrees of Sagittarius, or frankly, any of the mutable signs, which includes Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, there may be a story in your life. Look to what planet Mercury is talking to. And yeah, stay present if you if you can see what the story is. Now, it's stationing at 22 Sagittarius on the fixed star Ras Alhug. And the star is in the constellation of Ophiuchus, the healer. So notice if there are opportunities for healing or news about medical issues in the collective or your own life. The star is the nature of Saturn and Venus, and it's also called the head of the snake charmer. George Clooney and Billie Eilish have their midheavens on this fixed star, so they likely have some story in their own lives. We'll see if there's any news about them in the collective. Donald Trump and Sylvester Stallone have their south nodes conjunct this fixed star. And Bob Dylan and Donald Rumsfeld have their ascendants. So we'll see if we see any stories around those people, but we definitely know there's a big story about Jeffrey Epstein at this time, and he definitely is a snake charmer type character who was able to convince all these young women to trust him. And I should say not just young women, girls, underage girls to trust him. He's like a confidence man who, you know, would groom these young girls and then sexually traffic them. So he's definitely a snake charmer like figure. And we're going to be hearing about him this week because a judge has ordered that the names of his associates are to be revealed. So Mercury retrograde, the names will be revealed of people who were participating in Sagittarius shadow side 
stuff about overindulgence and recklessness and lawlessness around the nature of, you know, sexual stuff. Now, there was also a solar eclipse here at this degree on December 14th, 2020. You may see if anything was seated in your life at that time, you may see a story come up again because it's a hot degree. This is the solar eclipse that seated January 6th, where Donald Trump invited his followers to come to the Capitol. And we know what happened from there. So news about that may be coming up again, likely because it's going to be the anniversary of that event this week, as well as there may be some secret revealed around that. Now, this hot degree remains hot all year because this is the degree that Mercury is going to go retrograde again at November 25th of this year, will be during the election Oh gosh, we'll, this election is going to be something. Now, this is also opposite the Mars of the United States. So notice if there is, so this Mercury will station direct in the first house of the United States sibling natal chart opposite Mars. So Mercury opposite Mars can be harsh word, hateful words, things like that. We've been seeing a real escalation around that you know, hateful rhetoric in general. On the same day, we are going to have Venus in Sagittarius at three degrees of Sagittarius squaring Saturn in Pisces at three degrees. Venus square Saturn is an uncomfortable transit. Venus rules love and partnerships. Saturn restricts, it brings boundaries, hardships, and severing. So will some, this could be breakup energy. You go, you take someone out on, on New Year's Eve and they just get totally out of control. You decide the relationship is over. That could be something that happens with this transit. Mm-hmm. There could be, I think, mm, a travel, a lot of travel mishaps and delays at this time as well. And communication disruptions potentially with Mercury stationing direct. Hopefully it won't be any kind of cyber attack, but we shall see. If you can, I would wait a week or so before signing any important contracts or buying electronic equipment. Let Mercury get up some speed as it travels over the same degrees again. It went retrograde at 8 Capricorn, which it won't get to till probably later this month. But anyway, yeah, give, give, give Mercury a little time to get going. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that we have a last quarter moon at 13 degrees of Libra on Wednesday. This last quarter moon was seated back in 2021, where the sun and the moon were both at 13 degrees of Libra on October 6, 2021. So what was started in your life around the late nature of Libra topics? Relationships, legal affairs, partnerships, beauty, harmony, balance, fairness. The first quarter moon, nine months later, where the sun was in Cancer and the moon in Libra at 14 degrees was on July 6th of 2022. Was there a story in your life that had a pivot point that was started in 21 and has a pivot point at, at, at you know, July of 2022? Give a 
two weeks on either side. So loosely look at to see if you can see the story. The full moon of the cycle where the sun was in Aries and the moon was in Libra, all is revealed, was April 5th of this year. And the last quarter moon is January 3rd. So, excuse me, April 5th was at 16 degrees of each of the signs. And now with the sun and Capricorn and the moon and Libra at 13 degrees. So your chart is being activated in the same, likely the same house um, at approximately the same degree where, you know, you're getting these advancing activations. So the sun is at 13 Capricorn. This is the three of pentacles in the tarot deck, a card of collaboration and teamwork. The astrology correspondence is Mars and Capricorn. Mars will enter Capricorn later this week. The Sabian symbol is an ancient bas relief carved in granite remains a witness to a long forgotten culture. So we have thoughts about permanent records this to me brings up, you know, the release of Jeffrey Epstein's associates coming up this week. History, ancient civilizations, and frigid feelings. Uh, Three of Pentacles, the teamwork between these people. The moon at 13 Libra, which is the Three of Swords in the Tarot deck, which is a grief, heartbreak, disappointment card. It is also a card of epiphanies. So notice your epiphanies around relationship topics. And Saturn and Libra, you know, using these young women for, for, you know, nefarious reasons. Children blowing soap bubbles is the Sabian symbol. And that's like children blowing soap bubbles, the simple joys, the playfulness and fun that children are supposed to be having. But I got an image of running with scissors. So one of the things Jeffrey Epstein did was he used his wealth to uh, to suck in young girls who, you know, came from difficult backgrounds with toys and bubbles and then, you know, got them involved in this sex trafficking. So that is likely going to be a big story this week. I think it's a big story about Mercury retrograde. The names are supposed to be released on the 1st, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're not till till the 3rd when there's that last quarter moon because the last quarter is a crisis of this one the last quarter is a crisis of consciousness but the squares bring tension and action mars is at 29 degrees the 29th degree of sagittarius and pluto's at 29 degrees of capricorn the 29th degree is the last anoretic degree where there can be it's a degree of crisis and decay. I hope it's not an expansion of war. Sagittarius and Capricorn, fire and the earth. Yeah, hopefully it's not an expansion of the war in Israel that's going to be um, started at this time. Hopefully it's mostly about hearing about, you know, all of these associates. But for our own lives, you can think about, you know, Capricorn's the work we do, Libra, our relationships, if you and Libra wants fairness and balance and Capricorn is hierarchical. So if you're having a struggle with your either your romantic partner or roommates or something about work life balance, about who's doing what in the household, can you consider yourselves not competitors or opponents, but teammates as you work through the difficulties of 
you know, managing your life is something you can think about. What comes to your conscious awareness about this topic this week? Also, the United States sun is at 13 degrees of cancer. So we will see if there is a story around um, the alliances of the United States, Venus Libra rules alliances and partnerships and diplomacy and things like that. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Mars enters the sign of Capricorn on Thursday, January 4th through February 12th. This is fantastic because Mars is exalted in the sign of Capricorn. It has a special seat at the table. It's at home in Aries and Scorpio, exalted in Capricorn. And this is because Saturn rules Capricorn. And so you can think about how Saturn slows things down and Mars about taking the action so it can bring executive function to its highest where you can plan effectively and be disciplined and persistent in your actions. Like Mars and Aries is like quick, instinctual, ready to have conflict. But Mars and Capricorn has that that can bring the strategy to the actions that you're taking and make decisions more carefully and more thoughtfully that brings about more achievement and more success. Now watch out for taking actions with no emotions. There's Saturn sign of Capricorn. There's a coldness to it. In the collective, zero degrees of Capricorn and zero degrees of all of the cardinal signs is a world point. So there will likely be stories about Mars taking action, conflict, um, achievement, that energetic drive in the sign of Capricorn, government and big business. So uh, notice there may be announcements of layoffs or consolidation at, at your workplace or at workplaces that we see. Trimming, yeah, I'm getting trimming the fat with this. Mars is in a sextile with Saturn and Pisces when it moves into this sign. Um, So ending Saturn can end things and Pisces excess. And it's in a trine with Jupiter and Taurus. Jupiter and Taurus thinking about wealth and banking and expenditures. Yeah, so there's a lot of harmonious energy to really get stuff done and to achieve what you want to achieve. So this next week is a great time for planning what exactly what you're going to start putting into action and then systematically taking the steps forward to achieve your goals. On Sunday, the word of the day is organized. The moon enters a sign of Virgo at 3.53 a.m. Pacific time. Virgo is a chop wood carry water sign of the zodiac. It's mutable earth and its job, Virgo's job is to bring order to chaos. There is great energy for organizing and decluttering your home. And there's this beautiful grand trine in Earth with the sun in Capricorn, Jupiter in Taurus, and the moon in Virgo. So really incredible manifestation energy. And on this day, Mars in Sagittarius is opposite Vesta in Gemini. Vesta rules the home. Yeah, so yeah, a great time for taking care of stuff. This could also be about like 
taking care of like siblings coming together, Gemini rules siblings to think about, you know, what they need to do about their parents who are getting elderly, like figuring out their living arrangements for their parents with Vesta, that things may have come to your attention during the holidays that maybe your elderly parents need more help. Now, Yesterday, the sun was on the fixed stars Fosses. The sun highlighted the degree that Mercury went retrograde. So if you didn't know your Mercury retrograde story, it may be coming to light for you. Now, Mars is parallel Fosses. This is the fixed star that has a lot of like, well, it's it's focus, the focus of the archer. So you can use it for being very focused. There's also, it can be very violent. It's And Mars is out of bounds. So uh, there might be a lot that went on for a lot of, hopefully just like, not specifically, you know, large scale violence, but you may be awakening to a lot of like conflicts at New Year's Eve. Yeah, that went on. Because Uranus is at the top of a yod. Uranus can be chaotic with the south node in Libra and Mercury in retrograde in Sagittarius at the base. So, you know, fast talking, you know, rude things lead to going down the drain and, and people having a shocking reaction. So we'll see what happened. On Monday, the word of the day is frigid. Happy New Year. I hope it's not too cold where you are, but I think there are going to be a lot of stories about really cold temperatures. This is the day that Venus, the planet that rules love, beauty, and harmony, but it also rules comfort. It's in the sign of Sagittarius and is square Saturn, the heavy wet blanket in the sign of Pisces. They're both at three degrees. So I think a lot of people may not have been had the best time on New Year's Eve. Maybe it's just due to really cold temperatures or rain. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like there were a lot of New Year's parties that were a bit of a bummer, probably because of mix-ups. This is a day that Mercury stations to go direct. So maybe something wasn't ordered or there's some problem with getting to the party or things like that. And this Mercury's in rules communication, commerce, and transportation. So notice if like parties were spoiled by Mercury type topics. Now Venus square Saturn can be feelings of isolation or loneliness or separation for one's loved ones. Yeah, just pick up the phone and call someone could be a great thing to do on this day to like have some connection and maybe share how you're you're feeling or being comforting to someone who is experiencing hardship. Yeah, frigid, like Venus square Saturn could be someone who doesn't like, when you reach for love, you get feelings of rejection or yeah, frigid is a word that describes that. So that's where that word came from. The episode One Bad Apple comes from Jeffrey Epstein. This is the day that his associates are supposed to be made known. And the saying is one bad apple can ruin the bunch. Now, it's a holiday, so we probably won't know them till tomorrow or Wednesday at the last quarter moon. We shall see the timing of the release or whether somehow it is blocked. Saturn can block and delay things. 
This is also the day Mercury stations direct. So yay, Mercury is direct. It mo it'll start moving slowly, but the retrograde is over. It wasn't that bad so far, knock on wood. There may have been stories since I recorded this that are uh, really big, but yeah, I'm glad to have that retrograde going direct again. On Tuesday, the word of the day is moderation. The moon enters the sign of Libra at 4.46 p.m. Pacific time. Libra is cardinal air. It's initiating. What can you initiate to bring more balance and moderation into your life? Personally, I will be doing my Prolon five-day mimicking fast diet. I do this twice a year. It helps juice up my metabolism yeah, and I'm an affiliate for Prolon. You can check it out at the link in the show notes. My code is 10 Celeste. And you get the maximum discount when you use my code. I think at this time it's, well, I think it might be 25% on Sunday. And then it goes back down to 10% some point during the week. But anyway, you can check it out if you're interested. I absolutely love it. On Wednesday, the word of the day is ramifications. This is a day Venus in Sagittarius is King Kunk's Jupiter in Taurus. They're both at five degrees. These are the benefics they're talking, but in this kind of awkward, this kind of awkward aspect, King Kung says, move us into new situations where we have to release and let go of something that we didn't really necessarily want to. Jupiter rules things like judges, religious people, celebrity, wealth. They're both associated with resources. So there could be some, yeah, we'll see. There could be some stories around this aspect. I'm interested to see how it shows up. Venus is also sesquisquare, the North Node. This could just be like the announcement of, of Jeffrey Epstein's associates, his, the people he's related to, that Venus would rule that. And they're Jupiter and Taurus. They're a bunch of wealthy people on that list doing Sagittarius kind of lawless, overabundance type things, overindulgence. Yeah, we'll see. The last quarter moon is on this day at 13 degrees of Libra at 17, excuse me, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. On Thursday, the word of the day is strategize. Mars enters the sign of his exaltation of Capricorn at 6.57 a.m. Pacific time. Don't let this transit go by without really putting some energy and drive into the things that you want to achieve in your life. Tackle them strategically and have the confidence that you have the ability to bring your desires into reality and, you know, take things slow and steady wins the race is some things to think about with this energy. On Friday, the word of the day is epiphany. So notice what comes to your attention as the moon enters Scorpio at 4.34 a.m. Pacific time. With Scorpio, shadows may emerge. This is a fixed water sign. And you may understand some of your self subconscious drivers. 
Yeah. So really just, just, just do a body scan. The moon is in the sign of its fall. It doesn't like to be in Scorpio because yeah, the emotions can be uncomfortable. Scorpio is co-ruled by Mars and Pluto. So it can be a little prickly, but I think there's a great opportunity for things to come to your attention as Uranus and Taurus opposes Pallas Athena in Scorpio at 19 degrees. Pallas Athena is the asteroid of strategy. So you may get some Uranian epiphanies or awakenings about how you your strategy to move things forward and maybe learn something about self-sabotage. So just pay attention. This energy also feels like a strategy for layoffs. Uranus can break things suddenly. So some people may be getting some notice of big changes at their work. On Saturday, the word of the day is ouch. The sun squares Chiron. Sun and Capricorn square Chiron and Aries at 15 degrees of each of the signs. There may be a spotlight on a wound that you have, especially with the moon in Scorpio. So just notice what comes up to your attention. Someone you know you love or are close to may be feeling a little down in the dump. So, you know, consider, you know, a hug, I think is a great thing to do with this. Now, Venus in Sagittarius is sesquisquare Eris, the god uh, goddess of chaos. That's a, Eris is a dwarf planet. So, you know, don't do anything sideways that like pokes a wound with someone you love because it may set off uh, a fight or argument that yeah, that's really unnecessary and just causes hurt feelings. So keep that in mind. So that's it for this week's episode. You can sign up for next week's Moon Mastery, Setting Intentions with the Moon Workshop at the link in the show notes or my website, astrologybyceleste.com. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with astrology and action stories or let me know how the themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 